welcome to this Joyful Life Podcast. My name is Rachel Witt. Welcome to day two of the Finding Peace Here book study. If you've got the book, please follow along. We are on page eight today. If you don't have your book yet, I'm glad you're here for a sneak peek. And if you are here just to follow along for free, I'm so glad you have tuned in to day two where we are talking about white noise. Let's get started. Hey y'all, welcome back to the podcast. Today is day two of the Finding Peace Here study. We are on page eight today talking all about white noise. Now, I fell in love with a white noise app back in 2014. My friend Angela told me about this app and she said, you don't have a white noise app? How do you sleep? And I thought, okay, this is something I need. I have slept with a fan going in my room. I love that. I love like the breeze while I sleep, the moving air. But I was in a hotel room when my friend Angela told me about this and I'm like, oh, I don't know how I'm going to sleep. I don't have my fan. She's like, you need the white noise app. Y'all, I have used it every single day since she told me about it. I love it. And the white noise app is great because it drowns out all the things you don't want to hear and it actually just helps you relax and have a wonderful night's sleep. So I love it. Air conditioner is my favorite setting on the white noise app. There's everything from being in the Amazon to listening to frogs or a kitten purring or a crowd. It's actually got like a people noise. The white noise app is awesome. I love it, highly recommend it. But I have found myself in seasons of my life having white noise and it just becoming so normal where it clouds my ability to hear from the Lord or see what God is trying to get me to see, learn what he's trying to teach me. I have found that I have things in my life that do what this white noise app does when it's drowning out the other noises so I can sleep well, except for these types of white noise are actually keeping me from the Lord. So I've talked a lot on the podcast about how this podcast came to be. And it actually came to be when I tell you guys this story on day two about being in the car and driving to Florida. That's where this actually, this idea of a podcast even came from. The Lord had put it on my heart for a few years, I think like three years, but it was on this trip to Florida where I said, I'm going to surrender and I'm going to say yes to what God wants me to say yes to. So my husband and I, over the last couple of years, have faced a lot of decisions. We've faced some heartache, as I'm sure you have too, disappointments, things like that. And back in the beginning of the year, I think it was like February, I told my husband, I said, I feel like I cannot hear God speak. I keep saying, Lord, I'll do whatever you want me to do. Just show it to me. And I just felt like I couldn't hear from him. And I felt like there was white noise. So my husband and I decided in February that we were going to pray together every single night and just ask God for a neon sign. Like, show us, Lord. We're willing. We're ready. What do you have for us? Show it to us. 
So we decide that and we also decided to start praying alone that we would revisit everything after a month and see if we felt like God was directing us in any which way. Well, that month ended up being up, I guess, when we were on our way to Florida for spring break in March. And 11 hours there, my husband and I are talking, what about this? What about this? I had so many ideas, but I just, I wasn't sure if the, I, these ideas were from the Lord. So we talked about it for 11 hours and I probably did most of the talking. My husband probably did most of the listening because he is so wise and he loves to like soak it in and then give a really good response one time. Whereas I like to talk about it in circles until I'm blue in the face and I still probably haven't gotten to that really good response. So we're very different in how we process things. So the whole way there, we're talking about it. The whole way home, we're talking about it. We get to about an hour and a half away from home. And I was finally just like, I want to hear from God. That is my greatest desire. So I need to get rid of the white noise. Like, I, I want to hear from him. I want it to be so clear that it's God's voice. So if I want to hear him, I need to remove the distractions. See, white noise apps are great for stress relief. They're awesome for getting a great night's rest. I really advocate. I love get a white noise app. But when you are trying to hear from the Lord, white noise is the opposite of what you want. You want clarity. Um, the Bible says that God is not the author of confusion, right? Like God is, um, he gives us a sound mind, right? So I prayed and I'm like, okay, Lord, I'm going to surrender my white noise to you. And I knew exactly what it was. It was social media. Over the last few years, I've really been good about taking a day of rest from social media on Sundays. But I still felt like the time I was spending, even though it wasn't a ton during the week, I felt like it was clouding my mind and my heart. And honestly, it was draining me emotionally. I would see something on social media. A few hours later, I would be sad. And I'm like, why am I even sad? Oh, yeah, I saw that this happened to a friend and I still feel sad about it. Or I remember one day a friend posted that her dog passed away and I was so sad later in the day. I'm like, why? What? Why am I sad right now? And I knew, I'm like, I miss my dog Shelby. It was just the silliest thing how social media and seeing what is going on in people's lives, I was absolutely holding on to it. It became a burden for me. And I know that might sound nuts to you, but some of you may relate like, I get it. Social media drains me too. So that was my white noise. If I wanted to hear from God, if I wanted that clarity, if I wanted sound mind, I had to get rid of social media. I had never taken a social media break before, but for two weeks, I was out. I only got on social media to post for my daughter's horse riding school, which I do to help us out on our board for her horse marigold every month. So I... It was like less than five minutes total for an entire month. I like got on, posted really fast and got out of there, but I was not on my social media accounts at all. And guess what? The world did not cave in. <laughs> I was so concerned about an online business that I have. I was so concerned what people would think. You know what? Nobody even cared. I think one or two people even noticed that I wasn't on social media at all, or at least one or two people told me. But other than that, like, 
my life was actually pretty fantastic. I felt like I could hear from the Lord. That's where this clarity for the podcast came from. I was like, okay, I'm going to pursue the podcast during my two-week break. I'm going to start working on everything. I've designed everything with this podcast, you guys. I found the music. I uh, designed graphics. I'm, I learned how to do it during this two-week time frame. I felt like the podcast is what God wanted me to do. And so I just took this two-week hiatus from social media to pursue that. And I'm really glad that I did. Also, uh, the, Josh and I decided on this trip in March, on the way home, we decided that we were going to, instead of asking God, like, please show me what you want for me, we decided to have a really bold prayer of God, show me what you don't want for me. And that's not a comfortable thing to pray because you've got to be ready for God to actually show you. And then you have to be ready to just say, okay, I surrender. You don't want me to do that. Oh, okay. I'm going to, you know, do what you want me to do. And I'm going to start omitting the things you don't. And when you ask God for things that are a no, I think that it might feel dangerous or risky because we like our comfort. We like to I don't know, part of peace, I think we mistake for comfort. My life feels comfortable. So therefore I think I have peace, but that's not necessarily true. I wanted true peace from Jesus. I wanted to feel that. So I had to say, okay, God, show me what you don't have for me anymore. And you guys, I uh, was praying this back in August, like very, very intently, like, Lord, show me what you don't want. I have had a shoulder injury that my chiropractor says is gross since August. And I have not been able to crochet since August. I have had an unfinished baby blanket for baby Silas since August because it hurts so bad all day long. I will have moments of relief, but my, my neck and my shoulder, I did a blanket really fast in two days and I have been paying for it ever since. Literally, that was the beginning of August. Here we are, November and it's uncomfortable to sleep at night. Like it's just muscular and I'm doing all I can to stretch it out every day. I've got much better range of motion. Like I can reach back now. I mean, that's tight, but I can reach back now and hand my kids things in the car. Whereas before it was making me cry. So my chiropractor and I were doing good things. If you are on YouTube, you see what I'm doing right now. I'm just, if you're listening, I'm, I'm literally like, doing my shoulder stretches right now. And I'm only wincing a little bit, so that's improvement. But when I started praying, God, show me what you don't want, he took away crochet. I love crocheting. It is relaxing for me. And an idea I had was that I wanted to do crochet videos to worship music. And I thought that would be a great Instagram account to have. And as soon as I did it, God took it away because my shoulder pain is so intense that I've not been able to crochet for months, something I thought maybe he wants me to do this. He didn't. So today I want you guys to, number one, identify your white noise. For me, it was social media and I needed a two week break. So this devotion, this devotional book is 14 days long. Identify your white noise. What is the thing that's keeping you from hearing Jesus and hearing how the Lord is directing your steps, having that sound mind and clarity? And I want you to say, I'm getting rid of the white noise for the next 14 days. Well, 13 at this point, right? Because we're on day two. 
But I also would encourage you, and I know this is risky, and I know this is not going to be for everyone, but I, I want to encourage you to start asking God to show you the no's. Ask him to reveal to you the things that he doesn't want you to do. If you are seeking and searching for God's direction in your life, his direction is just as important as where he doesn't want you to be. And if you are brave, and I know you are, you're going to start praying, God, show me the no. Show me what you do not have for me. Show me my white noise and then show me where you want me to go, but also show me where you don't want me to go and be ready for him to reveal that to you. All right, y'all, let's pray it up. Heavenly Father, thank you for my friends who are listening or who are watching today. Today, I pray for courage for them to pray these very bold and very specific prayers. And then I pray for their courage when you do reveal to them what you don't want and you do reveal to them what you do want and you do reveal to them their white noise that they would be obedient. This prayer is that their courage and bravery would lead to their obedience. In your name I pray. Amen. All right, y'all. Thank you for tuning in today to White Noise, you guys. Identify it. Seek it out. Pray those very bold prayers and then walk in obedience for what God has for you and what he doesn't have for you and be brave enough to get rid of the white noise. See you tomorrow for day three.